Question from Royce. Advice that has been given in some other products is match your standards to your skill for men with little experience with women, which I do understand at least on a logical level that men do need to get laid. However, what advice do you give men in relation to their egos and their jealousy of other men, whether they be coaches, students, friends, or even men we see on the street, particularly younger men with beautiful women? Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. There's two issues to cover in this question. So the first one is this idea of, should you match your standards to your skill? I was thinking about this question today, and I was thinking about what is the demographic spread of women out there that all men want? The, the reality is I live in this world where I only have sex with the girls that I really want to have sex with, and they are as hot as I want them to be. And that's, that's a, a pr- privileged position and one that I've worked very fucking hard to get to and one that I was not always in. And the reality is like when almost any man on the planet, and there is definitely cultural variations, so like in India, people think beauty is different. But the overall consensus idea of what beauty is fits within the following parameters. And I mean, it is interesting to understand that the concept of beauty is very arbitrary, right? So in terms of what men are attracted to, biologically, we seem to be attracted to women who have a slimmer waist than their hips, that have symmetry in their face, that have large breasts, um, that have clear skin, nice hair, because of reproductive ideas, I guess. But the reality is what we consider to be a hot chick, a nine or a 10 today, is very different than what it was even 30 years ago, or 50 years ago, or 100 years ago. Throughout history, various body shapes that were way bigger than the ones we were used to now as being hot were being considered hot. So at the core of it, we've all been conditioned into accepting because of media and fashion and models and pornography and whatever, that this group of women are what are considered to be appealing, attractive, and coveted. And that is 18 or younger, to 25-ish year old women, mostly white, who have a size, I don't know how what you guys use around the world, but in Australia we have like, say size eight is a really slim girl, size 10 is like a slender girl, size 12 is a curvy girl, and once and after that, guys start thinking that that's a chubby chick. Right, so size eight, 10, 12 maximum, has the right curves, has the right symmetry in the face. And the question I, I asked you guys this is, How many girls in your city exist within that range who are also available, right? So they're not not in relationships with guys that they really want to be with. And how much access do you have to them? So the reality is that almost every man in your city, if they could, would fuck this demographic of women. And how many women there are within that demographic is way, way less than there are dudes who want to fuck them. So the reality is that, you know, not everyone's going to get to fuck them. They're not a finite resource because obviously a girl could have sex with more guys and a girl could easily double or triple the amount of guys she has sex with without particularly affecting her life, having a bunch more orgasms. And the more men out there that have got good game mean that just girls will have sex with more guys. But yes, everyone is competing over these girls. And these girls are very fucking aware of that, right? Now there is interesting variations country by country where there are places where beauty pools where beauty collects. So places that are central parts of cities such as New York or London, LA, Miami, these kinds of cities which are glamorous cities where hot young girls go to model and act and sing and dance and try to make it and try to get rich boyfriends and be seen and just be a hot chick who gets shit for free because that's what you do as a hot chick if you can leverage it well. And so in some circumstances there are way more hot girls in certain areas and then in others there is none. Right, so in third, fourth tier cities, small towns, there are no hot chicks, or there's one or two that got snapped up by the local fucking blacksmith because he had nice muscles. Um, so, you know, 
and in, also in places like Serbia or Russia, for some God only knows reason, I still haven't worked out, the girls on average are one, two decimal points higher in attractiveness than they are in Western European countries. You go to Belgrade, girls who we would, like I consider to just be unbelievably beautiful, just think they look like normal girls because the girls around them in that center of Belgrade are fucking ridiculously hot. So the concept of how beautiful a woman perceives herself to be, what her sexual marketplace value is, will certainly affect her receptiveness to men. So that's the whole point of what I'm trying to get here. And we don't understand that. Like you don't, you will never understand what it's like to live in the abundance, these sexual prospect abundance, and not that it doesn't have its own problems. Of course, there's a lot of unwanted attention and there's various other problems that if you're a very beautiful woman, it's hard to have a relationship other than a sexual relationship with a man because he's always trying to fuck you. They have their own issues to deal with, but that what they don't have to deal with is not being able to get laid if they want it and not being able to choose their partners. So you have to understand that, that when you come in with little experience through to even to intermediate, that you will be competing against a lot of other men who are at your level or better in terms of what they have to offer in their sexual marketplace value, whether that, that's a combination of their looks, their charm, their confidence, their ability with women, their connect, how well connected they are socially, their style, all of those other factors which increase or lower your percentages. But the one that mostly increases your abilities and oh, sorry, your um, results is cold approaching. And so this brings us to the question of, okay, what do you, do you match to your skill? I think the answer is yes and no. So if I look back over my period, when I, 2006, when I first started cold, cold approaching hard, when it became a part of my life, I approached all sorts of girls that were within that age range that we, I spoke about, the premium age range, but were, and it's not nice to give decimal point rankings to people, but it, it makes sense because the truth is, everyone in the world has given everyone a decimal point ranking, right? Whether they think about people in sevens and eights and nines and tens, or whether they just think of them as like, eh, or yeah, uh, we all have, uh, divided people, particularly the opposite sex, into fuckable, not fuckable, how fuckable, yes, this fits on a range. So I, I had sex with a bunch of girls that I would call sixes now, fives and sixes, friendly fives and, you know, saucy sixes, lovely, you know, had some great, great times fucking chubby girls and pretty girls who just had, you know, a lazy eye or, you know, their ass was a bit big or their tits were a bit funny looking or whatever. I had a lot of great times with girls who were sexy, who knew how to work it, who gave great head, but they just weren't that hot, right? And I'm glad that, I'm, I'm glad I did that because I had to do that. I, I, I had to get experience with approaching with seduction, with sex. Um, I had to learn a lot about women and about how the negotiations work between men and women. And these were the girls that were gonna give me the time of day at that time. These were the girls who were like, oh yeah, cool, I'll give him a shot. And that's not to say that I didn't approach the stunners, I did. Uh, often I didn't approach all of them, you know, I, pussied out and stuff, but I would approach the girls I really wanted to, and I did get them here and there. And so that's the thing. You, yes, you should, you need to be realistic and you need to recognize that anyone who's, because we see this on workshops, Liam's actually doing a workshop right now, and one of the students on that is a 44 year old guy who's a virgin, who's lived in a small country town his entire life, he has zero experience with women. And so, you know, he's come to Melbourne to, to try and, in four days, which is, you know, a big ask, but four days to try and get some traction. Now or never, buddy. And you know, Liam's taking him out and helping him run through the paces. And, and then he said, ah, oh, this guy's like, only wants to wants me to throw him after like models. And so we had a chat about it and, and we agreed that, okay, well, the rea reality is a model is not going to go with that guy, right? Because, not because she's a better human being, but because if she's a 19 year old woman who lives in a world where she is professionally beautiful or where she is surrounded by 
club owners, promoters, fashion people, fucking press, um, cool gay guys, you know, other models. That realm, she has to operate at a social, socially savvy level that a 44-year-old virgin male cannot operate at, right? Or even a 28-year-old male who's had four girlfriends may not be able to operate at. She has access to certain things which he can't give her. Now, it's not that the cocaine and the money and the parties and all that is the be and be all and end all. A girl who has many options is considering fucking a guy or bringing him into her life. She's going to have to ask the question, what is it in it for me? Aside from the fact he's some dude who wants to fuck me. Every dude wants to fuck me. So I understand that, like, when I first started out, there were girls that I met that I realized I'm not ready for this chick. Sometimes I was actually ready and it was the, that was the action of just going through and doing it that made me ready. But, but there were times where I'm like, yeah, this girl is way too quick for me. This girl has got way more experience than me. This girl has got a banter level that is just leaving me behind. And that's okay. You know, it's, it, I, it's good. I think back over those girls and I thought, all right, thank you for this opportunity to see where my holes are and to see that I got a ways to go. And you're the kind of girl I want to move towards. And guys get stuck on this because they meet one girl, some really hot girl, maybe through the social circle or some serendipitous thing. They fixate on her, they try and get her, it doesn't work. And then they lament that girl. Right, so they wish they spend wasting time wishing they were they'd been ready and trying to get the girl back. Doesn't work. Never works. What works is recognizing. Okay, I wasn't ready for that battle. So what do I? What kind of training? What kind of rocky montage do I need to go through in order to be ready for it? And part of that may be having sex with some saucy sixes and learning how to fuck well and flirt and touch and do all that stuff. That means that when you then get to apply it on the girl that's the right shape, then uh, it works. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.